0: hello and welcome to the problematic sticker anime podcast i'm your host gary and we've got a pretty stacked show today i'm kind of excited lots of news um in my opinion good anime to talk about and as always i am joined by my co-host alfonso and ben say hello you guys hello 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 how have you guys been
1: not bad thank you how about you oh
0: i've been okay i've got the sniffles right now i got my booster on Monday of last week and it completely oh. messed me up. I was dying pretty much.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, no, I was I know I I must admit, I did force myself to stream the next day. It was I was exhausted.
0: Uh, yeah, it it really hit me. It was the worst of the three shots I had, for sure. Yeah. Um but now apparently it's still there. I have the sniffles and the stuffy nose, as you can probably tell I'm talking through my nose a little
1: My arm was swollen until like two days ago. Ugh yeah, not like massive swollen, but it was like itchy and like it was not fun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, hopefully it'll go away pretty soon here. Uh, I just hate having a stuffy
2: nose. I hate it so much. But yeah, um, Alfonso, how about you? How've you been? I've been good. Can't complain. All as well,
0: That's right now. Having away on them platinums, huh?
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, it's not the it's not the gaming podcast, but I finally earned my Galaxy Guardians of the Galaxy Platinums. Woohoo! hoo! Here's the problem, though. Um, there's a glitch transferring PS4 to PS5 because when you migrate the save, it doesn't auto pop. You have to close out, restart the game, and then they were a pop. But because of that, you know the trophy where you have to get all the collectibles one guardian uh uh-huh. that one doesn't pop so you have to replay chapter six in order oh to get that. so
0: they still haven't fixed that huh yeah oh,
2: yeah they, you yeah. have
1: to play one mission to get a second platinum
0: oh no alfonso <laughs> you say that but one mission is like almost an hour two hours long yeah these you these have to play an hour done. of a video game to get a platinum <laughs>
2: Bad if you say this, an hour of a video game are very, very long.
1: An hour of a
0: video game,
2: (laughs) (laughs) I had that problem too.
0: There's actually another way around it if you just uh, start new game plus and collect the very first, like, um, what's it called, document when you land on the on the quarantine zone. Like oh. The very first document that you find, it'll pop in as well.
2: Uh, yeah,
0: But it's I'm easier sorry, to replay but... the chapter because by the time you get to the quarantine zone, you got to go through that flashback. It just takes too long. Yeah. <laughs> huh. But congratulations on your thank, two thank Platinums you.
3: of one game.
1: On your hour-long Platinum. <laughs> <laughs>
3: there is a game.
0: I'm pretty sure he has the Platinum where it's just a visual novel and you can just press the button to skip all the dialogue and then the Platinum just unlocks at the end.
2: Yeah, there's uh, which (laughs) one is that? Um, I did one recently like that where it took 14 seconds. So, yeah. Yeah,
0: it's just dialogue the whole time so you just press the button to skip it. All the dialogue and it just fast forwards the entire game for you and the trophies just randomly start popping.
1: Yeah. An hour of gameplay. I'm sorry, but you mean (laughs)
0: gameplay. Hey, I'm with you right there, man. I'm with you, man. (laughs) But anywho, congratulations on that. Um so yeah, shall we get into it then? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Dragon Ball. Super superhero got its official second trailer, uh, with English subtitles this time. Uh, a lot's been revealed in this trailer. We actually have a full release date for the movie. This is the Japanese release date. Uh, I don't. They don't have a North American one yet or a Europe one yet. But the movie comes out on April twenty-second of twenty twenty-two. Very soon, about four months. Um, pretty exciting time once again, for Dragon Ball fans. The trailer, though, got me a little less excited. But I'm sure it got some people more excited. Uh, Pretty much, uh, we learned that the Red Ribbon Army has created two new androids, which we kind of already assumed. Um, They're Uh the guys, the capes and the blasters. Uh, But they're apparently superheroes. The Red Ribbon Army has created them to, from what I'm guessing, protect the Earth. Um, I'm kind of seeing the Red Ribbon Army being the Lex Luthor. Here in a way, where like Suther is trying to stop the aliens on yeah. the planet, that's why they Red Ribbon Aubrey goes after Piccolo and um Goku and them, so of yeah. interesting. Um, eliminating the 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 alien, I guess you can say, alien species of the planet. Um, we get to see Piccolo fight. A little bit here, we saw Goku dodging some attacks. We still haven't seen really Vegeta fighting outside of no. one scene where he's apparently training with Goku on Beerus' planet.
1: Well, that's not Vegeta.
0: What do you mean that's not Vegeta? Uh,
1: the, uh, people have freeze-framed and it's, Goku's actually training with Broly.
0: Um, I'm pretty sure that was Vegeta. No,
1: no it's Broly in the dust.
0: Goku Not in the Vegeta. dust. We we see Goku and Vegeta on I Earth's saw Vegeta planet. just
1: sat around doing nothing and then Goku's training and Goku's training with Broly last time you
0: You should go watch the yeah. trailer again then
1: <laughs> time to go But anyways again.
0: Well if Broly's in there we, we see him for a little grim so apparently they're still trying to keep him a, kind of a secret there Um. <laughs> which is interesting Because, you know, Brawly hasn't been seen since the movie. He hasn't even appeared in the manga at all. Um, And since this movie takes place after the manga, it's going to be interesting to see what role Brawley plays here and do they really need Like How much more powerful can these androids be? Um, Because from from what I'm understanding in this movie, in this trailer, uh, I don't think Goku and Vegeta are really going to play a big role here. I think this is going to be more Piccolo, Gohan, and Pan. Um, We see Pan in the trailer. She's training, obviously. She has a little scene where she's powering up. She's adorable. Um, But the big parts of this trailer is Gohan. Um, Mm -hmm. We get a lot of Gohan here. He's got his um, gear that's similar to Piccolo's. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh yeah,
1: there's a small scene with Vegeta and Goku training, but that's after the Broly and Goku. (laughs)
0: See, I told you I saw Vegeta in there. <laughs> well,
1: we don't have their training. They are just going. there's a scene where one of them next to yeah, you know, like
0: it I, might I, be I, the I re- two of them training with Broly. The chances training, are, yeah, so, yeah. I'll, I'll be and honest. On I feel Beerus like planet.
1: I feel like that. That's why Goku and Vegeta aren't even going to be in the movie. Really, it's just going to be them in the background training with Broly the entire time and not caring.
0: And I'm okay with that. I'm totally okay with that. So um, it
1: takes Whis 20 minutes to get back, doesn't it? Or something like that.
0: Before weeks, yeah. Yeah. Unless they call the Supreme Kai, who can just teleport him right away. Or Goku. Well, Goku still has to walk onto the signature, True. and Beerus' planet is still too far away from Earth, so it's still going to take a just moment.
1: Just have Gohan power up until he faints
0: again. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Gohan <laughs> is featured heavily in the trailer. Um, he is in his Piccolo training gi. Um, he still has his glasses on during the fight. He does eventually take them off. Um, but I, I have a feeling this scene is more of Gohan fighting and probably being defeated. And this is where Pan and Piccolo really come into play. And I'm pretty—I I have a great feeling that this movie is pretty much all going to be about Pan. She's going to be the hero here. And I'm really excited about that. But, yeah, that's essentially the trailer. One thing that really stuck with me was Gohan transforming into Super Saiyan. And I want to talk about that after I get your guys' reaction. Because I've been reading the manga, the Dragon Ball Super manga. I started all the way from the beginning. And I'm all caught up to where we are now again. Um, and, And there's some revelations that were made in the manga about Gohan. That I want to talk about, but your sure, your guys' thoughts on the trailer? Then
1: you want to go first?
2: Yeah, uh, I I want to see Brawley more. Like what what his impact will be now that right now he's neutral. I mean, because there's nothing triggering him to go berserk based on his movie. So um, I want to see more about that. I want like like you said, Gary. Red Room Army—they kind of feel like Lex Luthor redemption, or maybe they still have evil schemes trying to pretend like they care when they really don't. Just how Lex Luthor does in the comics and anime, and you know, anime stuff like that. Um, yeah, I—I'm kind of happy that Golden are taking a backseat. Like, yes, they're—they're they're the main of the show. They're the faces. It makes sense. That's where Dragon Ball makes their money with them, but it, it's always nice to use side characters to switch it up so it doesn't it feel repetitive that you're using your main stars over and over and over, so I am I really hope they take a backseat from this. Um, as for Gohan, yeah, I don't really care for Gohan like I did back when he was Teen Gohan, fighting the, in the Andra Saga, South Saga, but seeing him In no, the pickle outfit and power up to Super Saiyan, it brings me back to the Soul Saga. And knowing that he's finding androids again, yeah, brings me back to the Soul Saga. So I'm curious to see if he could pull off this win that now that he's an adult, see if he's been continued training since after the tournament power. Um, like you, Gary, I think he might lose. I don't know. that I don't know. Maybe it, it, it depends. I just mostly want to see Pan. I like you, Gary, I, I have a sauce a sauce spot from Pan from GT and obviously she's a little longer here than she was in GT, so she just looks more adorable. And yeah, I I, I just want to see Pan. But is that the way to see more? When, uh oh. Uh.
0: So. I, I see it as one of two things happening. Either this is early in the movie, and Gohan gets defeated, and Pan has to save him, and stop the Red Ribbon army, or Pan is captured by the Red Ribbon army, and Gohan is there to save her. That, that's pretty much what I'm seeing. The from issue this is, trailer if, I, and,
1: I can, and... if I can see Pan getting kidnapped, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That, after getting kidnapped, it'll, it, Pan could easily break free at any time. <laughs> like well i feel like would it'd be think, like a, but, I, no, but i feel it like it's gonna be like how a powerful goku. these androids are i feel like it would be like a kid goku situation where pan just thinks she's going out for a day you know, a day out she doesn't know any different <laughs> like and then when her maybe right she gets right she gets beaten up gets kidnapped she thinks it's like a day out gohan goes to rescue her gohan gets his ass kicked at some point. This makes Pan enraged go Super Saiyan for the first time. And then Pan rescues Gohan with Piccolo.
0: Mm, How about that? Maybe.
1: <laughs> I have, by maybe, the way, if I'm maybe. right in any way, I have no idea. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, so here here's what I want to talk about. Gohan goes Super Saiyan here. Yeah. Um reading the uh, manga, I wore what was that?
1: Uh, what was I was gonna say? I was gonna say that's what I've forgotten
0: now. Yeah, so he goes Super Saiyan. He goes back to his you know golden hair. Um, as we learned, he's missed pretty much Mystic Gohan uh, for everything now. Uh, he was Mystic Gohan in the Tournament of Power. Um, so here's the thing: in the manga, I learned during the Tournament of Power, uh, reading it, which is absolutely terrible. Don't read the Tournament of Power. Uh, Just watch it. It's so much better.
1: (laughs) The only Um, uh, remember I recommend reading is the one where Yoshi goes... Roshi Roshi goes um, Ultra Instinct.
0: Skip everything Yeah, that was (laughs) one of the best parts in it. But in the manga, we learned that Gohan pretty much admits that he never needs to do Super Saiyan anymore because he has decided to train as... A human rather than a Saiyan. And that's what mystic form is. He can apparently learn to either train as Goku and Vegeta did as Super Saiyans. And then evolve that way. Or he can train more like Krillin and Tian and them. More from his human side. And that's what he does. So he doesn't need his his human um, part. The, the human part of him has surpassed the Super Saiyan part. Uh, and that's what I learned in the manga. During the Tournament of Power, so him going Super Saiyan here kind of tells me that he's pretty much pissed off, and that's why he goes Super Saiyan. This is why I believe something may have happened to Pan or Piccolo, and that's why he's enraged. Um.
3: So yeah, that that's a thing. <laughs> um. But yeah, Dragon Ball Super superhero
0: um takes place after the manga arc that's going on right now from what i understand um it'll be interesting to see how that ends and where this picks up i hope they finish up the story uh that's going on right now before the movie comes out but yeah any final thoughts on the trailer uh
1: not really to be honest um I know it's going to be more lighthearted, and some people have complained about that on YouTube. I've watched the YouTubers that aren't a big fan of it. Um,
0: well, that's their problem, because the such as, filler episodes uh, was, are the best, and those are all lighthearted. I was
1: watching a video <laughs> by Rhyme Style recently, where he was like, I'm not a big fan of this. I i don't know. I enjoy the filler stuff just as much as I do the, the action-based, and as long as it's decent, I'm... Like, he was comparing it um, to the Son Goku special. And yeah, as long as it doesn't go like that, I'm happy. That was bad. I mean, the only good thing about that was Gotenks. <laughs> I don't know if you remember the Son family something, something, something special.
0: I don't think I do. Um,
2: it Is was that a, the one with um, Vegeta's brother that needed help? Yeah,
1: Tarbul.
0: No, I never seen that.
1: Yeah, it was a Japanese browser exclusive, um, and it was about Mm. two freezer soldiers that arrive on Earth. That they're they're like, "Oh, we're as powerful as Final Form Freezer," and everyone's just laughing because you know, Goten and Trunks are almost as powerful as Freezer. But yeah, this is before Super. Um. And so they're laughing about it. And so they play rock, paper, scissors. And then Go uh, Goten and Trunks end up fighting these two monsters. Those monsters end up fusing. And then Goten and Trunks fuse to Gotenks to fight them. And hmm. tarples, br- tarples. I remember it in brother. Doken
0: because they had a story then in Doken of it.
1: Yeah. No, it was like a yeah. anime. Son Goku, Thanks. something, something, something special. I can't remember what <laughs> what it was called. Well.
0: Well, all right. uh, for those who want to know how powerful Gohan is now, um, with his one day of training that he had with Piccolo, <laughs> uh, in the manga, um, Gohan beats Kefla on his own without any help. Yeah. And that was absolutely terrible. <laughs>
1: Oh, here we go. Here it is. Yo, Go, Son, Goku and his friends.
0: That, that's what it was called. Um, so, yeah. That's kind of how powerful he is. If you want to see how powerful Kefla is, Kefla was more powerful in the anime than she was in the manga. Um, yeah. But anyways. Moving on then. Dragon Ball Heroes. Had a new episode. Yeah. The final episode of what I'm guessing is the season. Because I guess they do them in seasons. Um, So, yeah. Uh, It picks up with uh, Kid Fu. um, With his wings now. He now has two wings. Not just the one like he had before. Which is weird. Um, But, yeah. Super Saiyan 4 Goku and Super Saiyan Buu Goku are there. Um, They attack Fu... Uh he kinda deflects their attacks or blocks them. Uh they both do Kamehameha together. Yeah. Um the Which Supreme Kai of really Time cool.
1: Huh? I thought that Kamehameha looked really cool actually. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he puts up like a whole bunch of barriers to stop it, but it breaks through all the barriers, but it it hits him but he blocks it. Um the Supreme Kai of time shows up, and Fu decides that he's going to absorb The power of the tree of the universe. Um, And as he does it, he gets like these crazy black energy wings and he tries to attack the Supreme Kai of Time, um, which Super Saiyan 4 Goku goes in and takes the hit for her. Um, Goku Blue then comes up behind him as he goes to attack her again and grabs one of these wings. And as he does, his body starts to get infected, I guess you can say, with his dark energy from the universe tree. Uh, but Goku being smart, apparently, when it comes to fighting. God it. Sorry. <sighs> <laughs> anyway, wait, well, as
1: Gary's gone for a second. Goku being smart when it comes to fighting, and the only time he is smart, he realizes that he can use the, uh, the Genki Dharma technique to absorb the dark energy, and purify it. So he then absorbs the energy from the tree and turns it into Super Saiyan Blue Energy and then also gains kind of wings and then uses that as an attack. I think they do like a beam clash where Kid Fu does like a a giant energy ball and Goku does like a spirit kamehameha, I guess.
0: Yeah, it's like a spirit bomb slash kamehameha. (laughs) <laughs> the Genki, the Genki Hammer. <laughs> that we'll call it. There you go. The Genki Hama. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and he wins the fight. Goku does. Uh. Yep, he yeah. destroys Kid Fu. Um. And then uh, some uh, rift opens up, and um, yeah. Vegeta uh the owl the good owl comes out of it vegeta talkie both talkie. vegetas come out of it um xeno vegeta and the v- vegeta of goku blues world <laughs> it's so hard Normal vegeta, i think and hearts comes out too yeah um and goku's like oh what happened to brawley and hearts is like oh he's gone and like really that's the answer we get like Brawly's just gone <laughs> don't worry he'll be back yeah, brawly has gone. Cumber's gone. Who the fuck knows what happened to Cell. He just decided to disappear. Um, and the Supreme Kai is like, oh, let me restore the universe now. Um, because I can And do she that. does. And we get credits. And then we get post credit scene. Yeah. Where we have a new character who has blue hair, who I'm guessing is Toa. Or a kid version of Toa. I could be very, very wrong because I don't know. And she's talking with a the mysterious hooded figure. Yeah. Um. And then it cuts out and we see that there's I think five of them. Yeah. And we also found out that the fake universe has been restored. Uh, whatever the hell that means. There's a fake universe. There's a real universe. I have no idea. What happened to Super Saiyan God Trunks? What like, he just disappeared, too. I thought he'd come through the portal. Everybody also, there's four. Well.
1: I'm watching the video now. There's four. Okay, there's four. And for you want to know, oh. that's a alternate universe Supreme Kai of Time.
0: Oh, that's Kai. Why did she ask about her child? See, that's why I assumed it was Toa. She was probably now, asking about food.
1: supposedly a supposedly another Supreme Kai.
0: Oh, joy. <laughs> it's like Doctor Who up in this bit.
1: For all we know... Toa could be a daughter of the Supreme Kai.
0: Yeah, who knows? But that was the episode. Very short. I think it was like seven minutes long. I
1: I will say, would explain Toa's ability to manipulate time if if she is related to to the Kai's. Because it's weird that the... I know she's supposedly Deborah's daughter, but wouldn't it be interesting if um, Deborah banged a Supreme Kai?
0: Well, it'll be terrifying, because the Supreme Kai of Time is a child, and I don't want to see that, or even think about
1: it. <laughs> you have seen Opi Supreme Kai of Time, right?
0: <laughs> God damn it.
1: <laughs> so, for all we know, this is this is just her child form, and she has an adult form.
0: Because <laughs> everybody wants to be a child. <laughs> I mean, Anyways.
1: one of the animes we'll bring up later, that's one of one of the that <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh. So, yeah, um, the end of Dragon Ball Heroes season three is this season three? I, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but your thoughts then, Ben, on this the, uh, episode? Oh, okay, the season, about. I I guess.
1: See. on the episode. I don't like the fact that SS4 Goku gets slapped in the face and then. Oh no! I'm out of the fight.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just gets slapped, but he looks okay. But he doesn't <laughs> help out after that. <laughs> no, no.
1: No, no. Um, yeah. Considering all the craziness that has been up to this arc, I found the the final fight very lackluster, even for super. I mean, heroes. So.
0: I was really disappointed. I think it's on par with every movie where Goku I mean, just one shots the final guy. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's even like Broly, where he absorbed the energy of other people to kill one. But I don't know. I, I wish it had been a little bit lo- I wish we'd seen more of Fu. Because I feel like yeah. Fu's got so many more techniques that we didn't get to see. Um,
2: I agree. Um, but
0: it's Kid Fu, so... Do we yeah, really but know? the
2: thing is... I agree with you, Ben. And it mm. it was disappointing that Goku ended it so quickly. First of all, props to Goku for actually being smart for once. I was not mm. expecting that. Um, second, yeah, Fu's been after this divine tree from we first was introduced to Fu. and for him to mm. just get defeated that quickly and not really use the power of the divine tree, yeah, mm. that, yeah, that that was disappointing. So I I don't like that he ended that way. Well, in terms of food. Will he come back? I don't know because you know how yes. current characters. I'm gonna go yes. There, reappear <laughs> so, hopefully he he still has some power to the Avantree and he will be able to use it again if he comes back. I I don't know, but um, other than that, okay season. Like, whenever season four comes out, I hope it's not as crazy. I mean, it is going to be as crazy because these these. Episodes are all random and they all over the place. But um overall from from what we seen from I guess the first one was trunks, right? Yeah, the god yeah, God yeah. trunks to now. Stell, it still, that's it. That's all I can say. My boy. To Stel be, was fair. That, that's all. To be that's fair, you all. can
1: only go up from seeing God Trunks. So go so give it that. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's so why I'm looking forward Chill, yeah. to Dokun's next year anniversary with Heroes because it, we've already got God Trunk, so it can't go further down from here.
0: <laughs> uh, um, yeah, um, uh, season was weird. I liked how it started. Um, I thought I had a cohesive story that lasted a few episodes, which was great. With you know the masked figure who ended up being Rose. And then Frieza and Kura teaming up was pretty cool. Um Cell showing up was great for Alfonso, I'm sure, and then having like zero role to play after that was just terrible. <laughs> I'm here um, now. Bye. Yeah, just bye. He's like, I have plans, and then your plans are to disappear apparently. I must go um, now.
1: My universe needs me. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. <laughs>
0: Uh, But yeah, definitely a disappointing end. I wish we would have seen more of the battle between Cumber and Brawley. I thought that would have been cool to see um, why Cumber is a good guy all of a sudden. I'd also like to know why he's fighting with hearts. Um, Just a lot of stuff left unsaid. But like you said, Ben, it's a promotional anime, so it's all fan service at that point. But a very disappointing (laughs) Yeah, a very disappointing end. I thought in this final episode. Um, would have been cool to see like a double spirit bomb from both Goku's, like and Fu. But then you know, where would the hell would they get the energy for a spirit bomb anyway? So I mean
1: they did from the universe.
0: <laughs> from the tree, yeah, I guess, yeah. Oh yeah. um, I mean
1: we could have seen a cool red spirit bomb from SS4 Goku. Mm-hmm. So
0: Alright, well, uh that's that. Uh going back to super really quick, I just found some more information that was revealed when that trailer came out. Um, really quickly, uh Bulma, Dende, and corin are apparently gonna play big roles in the movie. Uh so again I'm assuming Pan goes to train with corin Uh goes to the lookout to train with Dende and Mr. Popo. It's it's a century Goku's story again. Yeah, uh, going through those training phases. Boma, um, obviously it's Boma. She has to be in there. Um, surprised that there's no Krywen mentioned yet so far. I think Krywen is essentially a must busy guy. with his job.
1: Okay, <laughs> he's a, a policeman.
0: A police. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the two androids' name are Gamma One and Gamma Two. That is officially their name. <laughs> um. And apparently, uh, Weiss will be in the movie, but there is no mention of Beerus. Uh, but Weiss will show up probably because he's training on his planet. Um, I hope Beerus shows up. I fucking love Beerus, but yeah, that's the other information I had. Nice, alrighty, moving on. Um, Dr. Stone Season 3 No. no been officially still... greenlit.
1: One second. We what still have loads more Dragon Ball stuff. Do we? Yeah. Um, they announced Android 21 last night for Fighters. Oh, yes. Uh,
0: the coat version.
1: Yeah. So, basically, right now, Fighters has a version of 21 that has a tail. This version will play completely different than that. So, Although, technically, it's a skin. It'll have different attacks and different, like, fine style, so it looks slightly different than the original. So, yeah, please look Which forward to cool that. Because
0: they said they're done with the DLC for that game, and then here's the surprise DLC yeah. character.
1: They've also announced a new battle arena TV's like they did before. Um, so I expect a new season pass announced in sometime this year, possibly.
3: Okay. Because
1: they, they've announced the Dragon Ball Fighters Battle Hall again, like they did last year. Hmm. Um. I can't remember the date. I think it's in February. But I might be wrong. And the manga, is going e- the manga chapter is going to end soon. This arc is going to end in a what, month. this next issue? No, in the next few weeks, supposedly. So next month.
0: More issues. So Freeze is not going to show up. I hate nope. everything right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, just because this arc ends doesn't mean they're not going to continue with remember like looking back at Namek technically that's multiple arcs so it could be that yeah but
0: if the movie takes place after the manga where does it fit in now <laughs> Does the I mean after this arc does it continue after the manga or after yeah. the movie okay I'm gonna guess this arc continues. because remember that this movie
1: is is right at the end of the the time skip. So I think they've still got a little bit of time before the manga and the movie clash.
0: Well, I I, I just don't want if Frieza shows up in the manga, yeah. I don't want it to be a one issue garbage. No, I'm expecting <laughs> another
1: arc. Like okay. I uh, yeah like as I said like remember like technically Namek arc is more than one like even the cell arc technically like you've got the androids that lead up straight to the cell arc. Technically, it's two different series, but it's kind of one in most people's brains. Maybe we're gonna go from this arc to Granola Revenge arc or something. I don't know, but yeah, they
0: could tie in How like. How cool a, would it be? If we learn that Frieza is a god of destruction now, and he's been training in another <laughs> universe as god of destruction, and then the three Goku, Vegeta, and Brawley, have to finally team up to stop him. And Granola. That's why Brawly's training with him.
1: <laughs> but no. So the anyway the want arcs is supposed. To... <laughs> I, no, I don't. I don't want Karoli to be canon. Okay. <laughs> so my Karoli! <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah supposedly the anime, the manga chat arc is going to end in the next issue or two so
2: okay
1: yeah uh, i think that was all the dragon ball news uh, oh uh, and for legends legends will get its a new character announcement in 3 days well 4 days yeah, technically yeah. I'm and
0: Doku is. Yeah, Doken's Christmas characters have been revealed. The Christmas celebration will be Kid Boo and another Goku. Yeah. Um so joy for another Goku. <laughs> and, then, and poor fans of wanting LR Kid Boo. It's still not happening.
1: And that's only for Japan, right? For us, we don't we just have God Goku, right?
0: I have no idea what we're getting. For that us.
1: Mean. And then Japan is getting teases for its anniversary. The Seven Grand Masters is the current teaser for the um, the, the seventh anniversary of Doku. The hell
0: is this The Seven Grand Masters?
1: It's uh, all the tr- Goku's trainers, like Sensei's. They get stones every week for missions for each Grand Master. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. We don't know who it's gonna, what the anniversary is gonna be, but yeah, they've already started a couple of weeks ago to set to to celebrate the anniversary of Dokan.
0: They need to start getting Moro in there, man. <laughs> I need them. Moro well, they don't cards.
1: do manga, do they?
0: Uh they do. No, I don't think they do. They've, There's not. Uh they've done um, Zamazu and um, Goku Black from the oh, manga. Yeah. already. <laughs> True, but no manga-based
1: characters though. They've taken stuff from the manga, so. but there's no characters. Well, all from... the characters
0: appeared in the anime, True. but yeah, you're right. There hasn't been an anime with Moro yet, so. so we'll see. I guess I don't know because
1: they would actually have to design all of the art themselves, <laughs> like for the animation. Oh no!
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you laugh, but it, it it takes a lot longer than having reference material.
0: I I I mean they've done original essay animations before. We'll get all the hero units. True. There's really nothing to base those. Except for the hero games. Of. Yeah, but <laughs> it's a very different thing, <laughs> Okay, what about the seventeen and eighter essay animations? Yeah, That's true. new. <laughs> that is new. And cool. Yeah, so there you go. (laughs) Alrighty. Let's continue then. Dr. Stone season three has been officially announced. I'm sure Alfonso's super excited about this. The problem is it's scheduled for 2023. So you're going to get a whole year and a half to wait for it.
2: Sorry. I'm fine with that. Reason why season two was not as great as season one because season two only had a 12 episodes instead of 26 from season one. And yeah, they kind of ended the war between the they found whatever the fuck out the name, but the war between the two groups. It, it ended kind of quickly within that, that season. So I'm hoping it it picks up and season three has more episodes than 12. So um it's it's still good, it's still funny, but I, I was just expecting a lot more than just ending the war in that amount of episodes. So I'm I'm fine. If if I if I have to wait for them to add more episodes to season three, then I will wait. not a rush. Always a rush.
3: <laughs> no. No. Yeah.
0: Alrighty. Um one of Alpha, or one of Ben's favorite animes, Bleach, is getting a brand yes. new movie. You tell us about it because you're in a while. Wait, what and movie? Is
1: it, it a new the... movie? No, it's a new series. Is it really? Yeah, it's a new anime yep. series. Adapted oh, okay. the, um, they adapted the arc because they never adapted. They never adapted the last arc of the manga. Because the TV show views were going down and they wanted to get the, the manga out as soon as possible. So they focused on getting the manga done. But now they're going back and redoing, well, animating the manga, which a lot of people hated. Um, I'll admit that a lot of people really hated it. But I personally loved 90% of it. Like, But I also kind of like bullshit occasionally. So that's, I think that's why I liked it. Um, So, I'm excited. And you were talking about, uh, we were talking about spoilers, again, spoiler for the manga, but you were talking about, like, oh, why would they want to look like a kid when we're talking about Supreme Kai? There is literally a scene in the manga where you find out that one of the characters has been looking like a kid this entire time, when actually they're an adult, just because they prefer looking younger. So, they force themselves to be in a kid's body the entire time, so that they make themselves weaker. And so they look cute.
2: <laughs>
0: so yeah. Um, so the season is apparently dubbed uh, the Thousand Year Blood War.
1: Yes, it's based on the um, Quincy. It was the Quincy's and the Shinigami. You watch the main villain was sealed up. And he decides to eventually kill God. And yeah, that's that's the arc. He wants to go kill God. I'm not going to spoil it because, of course, that's the whole manga, but yeah. You watch, but tries to go kill the, the Soul King. The
0: final issue of Bleach before it was finally over. Yeah, is this is the final on. arc. Very nice. Um, right.
1: But there's talks of maybe doing a new series afterwards. Like... Like if it, if this goes well there might be more because there's also some novelizations that were made afterwards where because it's there's loads of different characters in Bleach that's why people liked it so much because it wasn't just well that's why reason people hate this arc, this arc was because it, it did just become Ichigo the show but before that a lot of the other captains had times to shine um and so because of that that after the series ended there was some novelizations made where it, like, talked about other captains that uh, fan favorites. So if this does well, I can see the novelizations also being made into you know anime specials, maybe. Um, uh, so we'll see.
0: Hmm. Alrighty. Um, Bleach: The Thousand Year of Blood War is set to premiere uh, October twenty twenty two. Nice. So, bit of time. Before premieres, but uh, I'm really excited that uh, yeah, more Bleach is coming for you. This is great. Look at this. Nobody can bring good anime anymore, so they just keep going back to the old shit that works. <laughs> Look, Dragon Ball te- gets revived. Pokemon gets revived. Bleach is getting revived. <laughs> I have I have
1: Ichigo's full size
0: sword. I'm tempted to try and lose more
1: weight and cosplay Ichigo for the twenty second of October. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, and I'm sorry but the song I love most of Dragon Ball songs but Bleach's character song for Ichigo is probably one of my favorite motivation songs that has ever existed. It's just so good. Like I think the only one I like more is Ultra Instinct but I no, number 1 is just so good. Just so good. Hell I'm swearing so fucking good. <laughs>
0: It's oh. fantastic, man. Oh. Oh, I was going to bring something up, and now I lost it. Man, I suck. It's just that good. I guess.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, I'm excited to see more Bleach. I would love another Bleach game, because I enjoyed the one that was on PS3. Mm. Uh. Yeah. But I want an what actual kind of bleach game? game.
0: Would it be like a fighting game or a Musou game?
1: It was a Musou game.
0: Oh, a nice. mess. Yeah. Those Which I would say, are pretty easy to make.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it fits with the whole Hollow theme because, yeah, demons.
0: hmm. hmm.
1: So. Yeah, more bleach, please. Do- well, do- you're getting more bleach. Do-
0: do- 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 do. So, huzzah. Alrighty. Um, any other news, then, that you guys want to bring up? Oh, duh, now I remember. Um, Sony has officially acquired the mobile developer of Fate Grand Order, the most popular mobile game ever. Um, obviously, Fate Grand Order, based on the Fate series, where you recruit um, real-life uh, historical figures to fight in a battle for the Holy Grail, where you will get your wish once you win it. Um, that game has been number one in sales for a very, very long time. It's always one of the top-ranking, top-grossing games, I should say. Um, and now owned by Sony.
1: Ben. Sony leaves Is console like- business. PlayStation makes no profit compared to fake order. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh. <laughs> <God damn it. laughs> I mean this is obviously going to be a huge money maker for them if they get this developer and yeah. maybe I think they actually do own the rights to the Fate series anyway um, was that Annie Prex? I don't remember now we're in the money we're in the money uh, but you know you get the developer of the number one mobile game out there um, obviously Sony's announce their plans to go into the mobile market with yeah. their franchises uh what do you see this kind of partnership working out how, how do you see it happening are we going to get I mean, a gotcha playstation mobile game Well, yeah <laughs> so we're clearly gonna get that a new kratos a new nathan drake
1: <laughs> but we could also now see a um some sony characters appearing in fake grand order Yeah like a title Kratos
0: technically is the god of war.
1: So. Yeah. With 1% <laughs> rates, you can awesome. now pull Kratos. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: tell us about your uh Alfonso.
2: <laughs> no, just how you said it is like uh But um no, this this is a great move for Sony. Um uh the Zero franchise is a huge franchise. I enjoy your recommendation zero fate that was actually your first recommendation of the year which if you haven't noticed yet the list is now posted in the chat um so yeah um good for sony yeah I, most definitely they will make money off of this so I, i'm looking forward to a, a zero a zero game so yeah
0: very nice uh any thoughts final thoughts for you ben Nah, not really. Alrighty, one final piece of news then. Um, the My Hero Academia's sixth season is set to premiere fall of 2022. Another fall anime, so I don't know what's going on between January and you know, October-ish, but everything seems to be coming out in the fall of next year. <laughs> <laughs> everything. So, Attack on Titan is fall of next year. This, My Hero Academia, I guess One Piece is still going one episode at a time. Um, Yeah, almost all the big anime franchises are going uh, fall, I'm sure. Mob Psycho 100 Season 3 is also going to be in the fall. Who knows? (sighs) Alrighty, that's all my news. I guess it's time to talk about God Eater. Yeah. See? Yes.
3: Yeah. Already.
0: Yeah. God Eater. Uh, this was my recommendation. It is based on the video game uh, published and developed by Bandai Namco. Uh, for those who have played it, it's kind of a light. I don't want to say light-hearted. It's a simpler version of Monster Hunter. Um where your characters take on and try to defeat and destroy origami big giant monsters that have destroyed the planet um this anime is loosely based on the first game uh by loosely i mean you get way more story here in this anime than you do in the game with a lot more detail um and the main character uh is a custom-made character for the anime Because in the game, you make your own character. But, yeah, God Eater. Um, The world is ravaged. It's the year 2071. Uh, Monsters known as origami have destroyed the entire planet. And a few sanctuaries remain across the planet. uh, Run by Fenrir, uh, a company that has managed to create weapons that can fight the origami. Um, and they've also built giant cities to protect whatever citizens are still around. Uh, but there's a catch. These citizens can only live in the city if one of their family members, confirmed by a simple test and through DNA, uh, are able to wield weapons called God arks. Um And these weapons are the only things known on the planet that can cure an origami. Everything else is useless, and they cannot be killed. <sighs> That's a lot of backstory. <laughs> I'm a little too now. Um, So yeah, our anime starts off with Wenkei, the main character, uh, as he is being fitted for his god arc. Uh, they have put this enormous bracelet on you, and you're able to wield uh, a specialized weapon specifically created to kill the origami and these come in all different shapes and sizes you can get a sword you can get a chainsaw you can get a giant hammer you can get a sniper rifle a machine gun Uh, but lenke is one of two known members called new types and the unique thing about new types is their ability to modify their god arc to whatever form they want so essentially what that means everybody who gets a god arc gets the one you know you get a sword and it's going to remain a sword forever a new type like lenkei he is able to change his weapon on the fly he can go from melee to long range whenever he wants he can switch it from a sword to a hammer uh, he's able to do that um and he's also a rookie uh, but his goal is to essentially wipe out all the origami on the planet. Uh, because of some really bad shit. That happened in this past. Which we find out later in the story. Um, so yeah. Um K. As he's training. In uh, the Fenrir. Academy there. Um, the city gets attacked. The origami breach the walls. This is like literally in the first two episodes um and all the teams are essentially dispatched on different missions uh as they breach people are being murdered and Lin K disobeys orders and decides to go out and try to help um he goes out he kills a few origami but then he's completely overwhelmed um and one of uh, another member of the of the forces another god eater he's wounded Uh, Lenke tries to save him he does but then he's overwhelmed but just in the nick of time uh, he is saved by what we come to know as um, Team 1 I believe it is yeah yeah, Team 1 uh, run by Lindo uh, and then his second in command uh, Sakuya and Soma is also part of his team uh they they're kind of the 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 three main members um so they're they're saved by these three three members uh Lin K I don't remember what happens uh, they encounter um god what is the monster called now i forget god damn it.
3: yeah, it's been so long Don't
0: remember. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what what the monster is called. Wow, I had it on the tip of my head. Um, but anyway, they encounter like this giant beast that's on all fours, has a tail. Um, it's one of the more powerful enemies in the game.
1: Um, you talking about the one one at the end,
0: or is it there another one? The one that shoots out the electricity.
1: Oh. Oh, give me a second. I googled how to spell his name earlier. I don't know if it's the same one
2: um is it Boshoma? not no, that sound no, no.
0: It's, <sighs> um God damn it, we have to know the name because they come up a lot
1: <laughs> uh.
0: Where the hell is it? A Vajra, there it is. A Vajra, that's it.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: The encounter of Vajra. Uh, it's what's considered a large type origami, one of the more powerful ones out there, um, and it has this ability to create electricity out of its body. Um, as the fight rages, um, Lin K being the rookie moron that he is, he thinks he can go and kill the Vajra. And, as he attacks it, he is essentially knocked out by its electrical blast. And disoriented, he goes unconscious. and he wakes up in a prison cell. and he's told that for disobeying orders, he's going to be essentially locked up until the council decides what to do with him. We find out that the guy that he saved um ended up saving him and was killed by the Vajra before um, Lindau,
3: Soma, and Sakuya were able to kill it. Um, so,
0: where was I? So yeah, uh, Lindau uh, then recommends that wenke join his team. Uh, to replace the, the member that was killed. Um, no. Which they kind of agree. And there is members on this team that play a big role. Um, well, not members. I should say um, the, the, the members of, of Fenrir. Uh, the no. biggest one is jo- Johannes. He leads the Fenrir branch of, I think they're in Europe. This is the Eurasia brand. I believe it is. Um, But he leads it. And, you know, his essentially second in command, we learn, is um, Wendell's sister. Uh, Yeah. And she's kind of the the training officer. She trains all the new recruits. Uh, So, because he's a new type, uh, they decide to let him join. And this leads us to their next mission. And this next mission is kind of the biggest one, where we find out the second new type is being flown in from Russia to the Eurasian branch to help them. And she is on a plane, obviously, and her the plane is gets attacked by a whole bunch of origami, flying origami. And she's kind of a badass. Her name is Elisa.
3: Uh-huh.
0: The hottest character in the whole show.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. Also, uh, 15. No. So. I don't
1: think she's the hottest one.
0: <laughs> oh, shit.
1: I thought Continue
0: the scientist back. lady
1: was the hottest one. The scientist lady? Yeah, the one
0: that Oh. The From the flashbacks.
1: Not flashbacks, the one that's in the office.
0: Oh, the secretary?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, okay, the redhead. No, no, Was she red? I don't remember. I was just... Or the one that works on the... the, the godaract. Oh, I'm
1: going to have to work...
0: I'm going to find her name. Okay, anyways. Yeah, so Elisa is traveling to the Eurasia branch. Um... They get attacked by a bunch of flying origami. So, Lindau is tasked to get her off the plane and bring her back. Uh, Lindau decides that he's going to take um, Linka with him, along with Sakuya, uh, who is essentially the sniper member of the team. She's also second in command of, of Team One.
3: Oh, so, yeah, no, she was
1: red. Redhead, yeah. Dr. Leah Claudius.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah, she was my
1: favorite. Sorry. <laughs> and she is 28, That's... so...
0: Yeah, good. <laughs> um, So the episode essentially takes place in the sky. Uh, Lindau and his team, they're flying up on a helicopter to meet them up. And they see that Elisa is essentially just destroying all the origami on her own. um, Blasting them, taking them out. Um, But she's overwhelmed. Um, she also tells them that she refuses to get on the helicopter. There's no way she's leaving. So, Wenka decides, hey, we need to, or not Wenka No, no, it is Wenka. he says that we should go down there and help her, clear the origami, and then get her out. Windau agrees with him, and he asks Saki if they have enough ammo. Um, and ammo kind of becomes a big role because we were in one of the new types' abilities um, because yeah. of ammo. Um, so, we learned this when Elisa uh, decides to strap herself with a belt and go underneath the plane uh, because the origami are trying to chew through through the hole there. And she uses an ability that all the God Eaters have, but the new types have a unique ability. And What it does is they use the god art to create a giant beast mouth that comes out of the weapon and devours the origami, right? Um, What the new types are able to do is when they devour the origami, the origami is converted into ammo for long-range attacks and weapons. Um, This is an ability only the new types are able to do. So, Wanka and Elise are the only ones who are able to do this. So, they essentially have an unlimited supply of ammo as long as they're able to consume these enemies. Sakuya remains on the helicopter, um, but she has plenty of ammo, she says. Um, So, the goal then is to essentially kill all the origami, and the origami start to evolve right in front of them. And some of the ones that are evolving they are calling more origami to them. It's like a screeching sound. Um, uh-huh. So they decide they got to take these ones out. So, you know, the battle rages on. And eventually, we find out that Elisa is refusing to leave the plane because she has a bunch of refugees on the plane with her that she's taking from Russia to the Eurasia branch. Um, and she's refusing to leave any of them behind. Um, so... Wendell and Lenka just decide, okay, she's not, never going to leave, we can't force her to go, but she is the mission, we have to save her. Uh, so they essentially decide they have to kill all the origami. While this is happening, Sakuya sees an enormous origami on the radar. And it's moving in fast. And the plan then is for her to abandon ship with the pilot, send the autopilot on to the helicopter get on the plane, and fly as low as possible so this origami goes after the helicopter instead of them. Use the helicopter as a decoy. And sure enough, it was a good idea, because the origami we see is the size of a fucking mountain. <laughs> um, big boy. To the shock of everyone, because nobody has ever seen an origami that size. Um, huge thing. We don't get to see details of it or anything, but there's just no way that they'd be able to defeat it. Um, But eventually, they get back, um, and Elisa joins
3: uh, Team 1.
0: So, after this, this is where things start to really pick up in the show. Because a lot of crazy and bad shit starts to happen. And I'm sorry if it got too bad. I know Ben didn't want another depressing and sad anime that I gave them.
1: (laughs) Um, I mean, I expect it.
0: I'm sorry. (laughs) I actually (laughs) didn't remember how bad it got. (laughs) But, um... The team is split up. You know, Lindau goes on his own mission with Soma. Uh, And so, actually, Soma is on his own mission. So, Sakuya, Lenka, Elisa, and... Lenka's best friend, Kota, um, they are sent out on a mission. And essentially what... No, actually, there's one mission before that where we find out they need something, uh, the origami cores. They need their cores. uh, And they get that by eating the origami, like Elisa did, to get ammo. Uh, When they eat the cores... Uh, they store them in the god Ark and then they return them uh, to Fenrir, where they're trying to use it to build uh, a giant sanctuary, whose name eludes me now. Um, oh. It's like off the coast somewhere of, of of Fenrir. But it's this giant dome. It's the last hope for humanity. Um, and it's being built using the Aragami's god arcs, or the Argami core. And Lindau is like, hey, how, how much of this has been completed? And the lady's like, 0.02%. <laughs> Jacob, what the fuck? <laughs> like, that's how far they've come building it. Um, so it's never going to be built in their lifetime. But it's the last hope of humanity. So the whole team goes out on a mission. Um, we learn some things about Elisa, who doesn't like working on a team. She's a, a solo player. Um, Soma is also kind of irritated because he gets stuck with Kota, who is a rookie, and he fumbles around a lot, and Soma has to save him all the time. Um, But, you know, it's kind of more of a filler episode. We just kind of learn more about the world and stuff. The big episode comes when Sakuya is tasked with a mission to go and collect the cores of um, Vajra. Uh, th- there's two missions. It's like, okay, you can go get the Vajra core, which gives you more power to, like, the more powerful the origami, the more uh, it's going to go towards this sanctuary. Um, so Lanka decides, hey, let's just go after the Vajra. It's okay. Big mistake <laughs> this ends up being. As they're hunting the Vajra, uh, they encounter more than one. There's three of them. During the battle, uh, they take one down, two more appear, and we see one of them running into a building. Elisa, being the hothead that she is, decides to chase the Vajra in there. As she's in there, a whole bunch of civilians start running out. Like, what the hell are you doing in a Vajra den? You know? And they're like, oh, you know, we're just trying to survive. And then Elisa gets attached. She breaks through. Well, she runs through the building. And another Vajra breaks through the wall. And then they're surrounded by three Vajra. Essentially. And the people are, like, cowering. Oh, you're god eaters. You have to help us. And at this moment, some crazy shit happens. A black, evil-looking-ass Vajra comes in and kills the three other ones with ease. And Elisa snaps. She loses her shed and she eats a bunch of pills. And for people who didn't catch on, she was kind of taking these pills early on. She's essentially um, going through post-traumatic stress. Essentially. Um, And she's taking all these pills to essentially numb her mind.
1: Uh, Aegis Project is what it's called, by the way.
0: The Aegis Project. Thank you.
1: Or ARC. Depends on. But yeah.
0: Yeah, so she sees this giant-ass Vajra. And this Vajra is unique because it has, like, a human face with a beard, a gray beard.
2: Always laughing. Um,
0: always laughing. And its name is, I believe she called him Pietro or Peter, however else yeah. you want to pronounce it. Yeah, yeah. Um. And she goes after it. She's fighting it, but she's getting her ass kicked. Lenka decides to go help her, and it's not a good idea. Um, the moment they get there, they're completely overwhelmed by it. Uh, Elisa's knocked out almost instantly. Uh, Lenka tries to fight it, but it—right as he thinks he's about to get like a good hit on it, its wings pop out. It now has wings, and it blocks the attack. Um and he's trying really hard to get through, and out of nowhere his god arch snaps in half. Which is a thing that's never supposed to happen. God arcs are indestructible weapons. But his snapped in half. And as it snapped, he gets completely overwhelmed. And the Vajra essentially stabs him right into the ground. With its wings. Like, nobody should survive. But we find out why he survives this in a little bit. Not just
1: being stabbed through
0: the chest. He,
1: there was loads of stuff that happened to him as well. It was insane.
0: Yeah, he got cut up. Yeah, he got really yeah. messed up. <laughs> yeah.
1: He got slashed um, up a lot. They got pierced a couple of times. And then he got the, the entire, like...
0: Yeah. That should yeah, not have been really good times. Up. Um... At this point, Sakuya and Kota, they're like, what the shit is going on? The humans are like, please save us. And the Vajra decides, no. It's chasing, they start running away. It's chasing them down and just killing everything. And, you know, Elisa is trying to save them. Um, She kind of comes back. She's still in rage mode. Um, And I believe Peter starts to do... No, he... What is he doing? Uh, Sapia and Kota are attacking from a distance. And he's just dodging their attacks. Like crazy. And why does He's about to kill... um, Lenka and Elise. The ground caves in. And they all fall into a river. Um, Lenka, somehow able to still move around. uh, Recovers... Finds Elise, who is unconscious, uh, and carries her into a building. And this building well, is just surrounded. With... Yeah, go he, ahead. Ca- he
1: carries her to a building. He finds her dead, doesn't he? He does CPR.
0: Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah, you're right. He does CPR to revive her, um, which he, d- he does. Uh, then he drags her to the building. He kind of bandages her up a little bit. Um, she awakens, and he's kind of just sitting in the corner. And she's like, we need to go find my god arc. Uh, I can't do anything without it. Um, At which point, he finally collapses from crazy blood loss. And she's able to patch him up. And she sees that his god arc, which he's able to find in the river, is in half. And she's in shock. She's like, what the hell happened to your god arc? And she touches it and she freaks out. Um, And we find out that nobody can touch another person's god arc. If they do, the Garak will attack them and devour them. Um, and because his Garak didn't react to her touching it, she believes that it's dead, which has never happened before. Um, she patches him up, and as she thinks she's about leaving, um, she's attacked by another origami. It's one of the small, I think it's called the Ogre Tail. Um, it breaks into the build- into the room. It's about to attack them. Uh, Elisa has a nervous breakdown. She goes and hides in a corner. Um, She's
2: for her parents. What? She's asking for her parents. Daddy, yes. mommy.
0: Daddy, mommy. Wenka um, gets up. He grabs his god arc and he just starts wailing on the damn thing as much as he can. Um, and then eventually I believe he pushes it through the window and falls with it out of the window. Am I right? Do I remember that right?
3: Yeah, I think
0: so. Yep. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um the origami dies. Wanka survives. And the two of them decide to go and try to find Elisa's Goddard. Because other, without it, they're screwed. Um, at this point, um, Fenrir has launched a rescue party uh, to try to find them. Because they're two new types. And they got to save them. They're new types. Um, eventually. Uh, she finds her weapon. It's at the end of the riverbank. Um, she picks it up. And then they're surrounded by. Like five or six. Ogre tails. And once again. She loses her fucking mind. <laughs> she starts panicking. She's out of her pills. She doesn't have any more pills. And she essentially just zones out. She's sitting there crying. In front of her god arc. While the ogres are coming. So Lenka jumps in to try to help. Um, and eventually he gives up and he kind of just spreads his arms like alright fine just kill me and it's at this point that um, what's his name Lindau shows up and rescues them Lindau sees that Elise is kind of messed up and he sees that Wenka's weapon is destroyed he's like take your weapon with you no matter what it doesn't matter what happened to it And he takes them to a little shelter that he has been sending uh, essentially refugees to that are not accepted into the big cities. Um, And we find out that Lindau, we kind of saw this in the previous episode, I forgot to mention it, but they encountered some civilians uh, and the city wouldn't let them in. Outside the walls. uh, During the mission. We find out that Lindau. Has set up his own little sanctuary. uh, At a big dam. uh, Where they grow their own food. They have their own supplies. They're living pretty well. And the people that got turned away. Lindau found them and sent them up there. Because they recognize them. Um, We find out that Lindau has been. Stealing supplies from Fenrir. To help the the, the civilians there. Um, and they found like this weird orange gel thing. And this orange gel. Uh, we see that Lindau has been. Using it. We find out that it was designed as a weapon. Or a feeding source for the origami. So that they wouldn't eat humans. Um, yeah. But none of them really ate it. They didn't give a shit about it. They wanted to eat humans um so it was kind of just abandoned and useless uh Lindau, though found that he could in- inject trees with it and the trees were protecting the village uh because the trees themselves were a type of origami and i should mention that lindao was really surprised not lindao wenka was really surprised to see trees because the whole world is essentially a desert no life remains because the origami eat everything. They eat trees, they eat plants, they eat people. Nothing survives. Here's these trees. Uh, and essentially, any origami that comes close and touches the trees, the trees attack it and feed off of the origami. It doesn't work on the big ones, but it works on the smaller ones, like the ogre tails and stuff like that. Um. Elisa is still pretty much useless. Uh, they, she asks what she can do to help out uh, and is like, don't do anything. You're useless to me, essentially. Because <laughs> you see she's mentally not there. Um, so as Lenka and Window are out in the forest, the city or the little town gets attacked by a giant origami that looks like a fucking knight. It has armor, it has a shield and everything. Um, At the same time, Lindau is fighting a Vajra on his own. So he sends Lenka out to protect the town. Lenka, his god arc is useless. So he decides to try to find a way to save the village by using whatever tools the humans or the normal people have, not god eaters. Uh, He comes up with a plan to essentially push the origami into the river and then open the dam and flush it out and he learns that okay the origami don't like this yellow gel so he needs a bunch of this yellow gel um and that yellow gel is gonna he's gonna use it to to push the origami away he has like a crossbow i believe it is um He gets a crossbow, he sends uh, this little girl and this other guy to to get the gel. They bring it to him, and he starts blasting this origami with a crossbow, and it's working. It's pushing it back, uh, but then it puts up its shield, and it starts deflecting all all the shots he's doing. It starts going away from the river. So he's got one gel left, and he decides, okay lindal is telling me um, my origami is not dead you know he believes that it's not dead Uh, i should also mention here elisa um while taking a bath when the origami tags gets so terrified she runs and she hides in the closet as lenka is asking her to come out and help she's not doing it um she's hiding out in the closet so Wenka takes the gel and he ingests, injects it into his origami. Or not, sorry, his, his god arc. Uh, this awakens it and it opens up in giant-ass beast mouth, attacks the origami, um, and he's able to push it into the river, open the dam, and flush the origami out, saving the village. Um, and Wendal comes back and he takes them back to Fenrir. Um, <laughs> one thing I haven't mentioned yet are the flashback scenes.
2: Yeah, flashback is a lot. I, like it's hard to explain it, like mm-hmm. the flashback because they're they're talking about the research of how how the armagami works, and they're trying to use it as a weapon to weapon. A... Yeah, that's that's like I I hope Gary can explain this the best way because it was too much with these flashbacks. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so in the flashbacks, we learn that um, Johannes, um, another scientist, uh, and two other scientists. Uh, one of them is the the weapons creator for the Fenrir, uh, but yeah. the other one is a woman, and we we don't see the woman at all uh, in, in in the real time. So clearly, we know something happens to her. Uh, mm-hmm. In these flashbacks, you know the world is still normal. And they've discovered something. They've discovered what they call the oracle cell. And the oracle cell, they're trying to use it to, I believe it's like to cure disease. Like it's something that can just cure everything. Oh, no, it's an energy tool because the the planet is running out of energy. And they believe they can harness the oracle cell that they've discovered to um, give infinite energy to the planet. There's an energy crisis. Um, During the experiments, they learned that the Oracle cell is very smart. Um, It starts to multiply at an alarming rate that they can't really comprehend or control. It's feeding on live hosts and stuff like that. But they also learned that it has a telepathic connection to itself. So it can be in any like they can split it up into different rooms and if you hurt one they all kind of react to it and some bad shit starts to happen they start to see and learn well, a government official comes in and he tells them no what happens oh they find out that they literally can't control this thing because it it almost consumes the entire lab. It breaks free and it almost destroys everything. And it, it's like a big black tentacle shit. Um, so they have to inform Fenrir, because they're working for Fenrir, that this thing is unstable and they have to find another way. Johannes fabricates the report uh, and doesn't include the fact that it almost killed everybody. Um, because he believes this is still the only known way to save the world from its energy crisis very bad move on his part (laughs) um later on Fenrir comes to him and like, we need you to essentially tell us what the hell is going on because they're discovering species that shouldn't exist first it's fish and stuff like that it's little stuff But then they discover like a dog that's got like spikes growing out of its head and they can't kill it. They try to kill this dog and nothing is killing it. Eventually it breaks free and kills everybody in the research facility. Now bad shit is happening. Uh, The female doctor sees that Johannes fabricated the report and we find out that they're kind of in love. Um... And, you know, she decides to keep his secret. And we start to learn that the oracle cell is now free in the world. So now, not only do they have to stop it from consuming things, but they also have to find a way to save the planet from the energy crisis. Little do they know it's doing a lot more damage than just infecting animals. Um,.
3: And that's where
0: we kind of see that in the past, humanity is pretty much responsible for everything that's happening in present time now. Johannes really is responsible. Yeah. Um, a big giant earthquake starts to happen. And these huge pillars start coming out of the ground. And start destroying everything. And out of the ground start coming the origami. Um, and essentially what is happening is the oracle cell has infected the the, the cells of the planet, I guess you can say. Um, and it start feeding off of it. And then when there's nothing left to consume there, it's gone to the surface to consume. Um so, yeah, origami come. They start to kill everything. Um, humanity tries to fight her off. They fail. Um, so, how do they win? Uh, their scientist guy finds out that he can probably build a weapon that can stop the origami using the origami. So, the god arcs are essentially an origami on their own. Yep. Um and he says, "Oh, I can't really complete this until like this is going to take like 15 years to, for me to actually complete this thing." Um, but because it's an origami, it's going to consume anybody who tries to wield this weapon. So the plan then becomes: we have to genetically engineer humans with our with the oracle cells inside them so they can wield the god arcs. So we find out that um that girl, the the woman, is pregnant with Johanna's baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to come back to this in a little bit. Now I want to go back to normal time <laughs> yeah, where yeah. Um, Lindau's sister orders him to find out what exactly is going on in that facility. What was it called again, Ben? The Far Eastern Company? I, I no, don't no, no, no. The the, the the big dome that they're trying to build. Ah. Oh. Project Gagas. Yes. She wants him to go in there and find out what exactly is going on, because she doesn't really trust what's happening. Uh, so he sneaks in.
1: Well, yeah, I'm sorry, but... Who thinks it's a good idea? We've got giant monsters that consume everything. Let's put all of humanity in a bubble. That seems safe. <laughs>
0: right?
3: Let's, all,
1: let's be right? all concentrated.
0: <laughs> so he goes in, he breaks in, he sneaks around, and he gets to essentially the core. And he sees that the core of this building is a giant fucking origami. And he's like, what the shit is going on? At this point, alarms start sounding. He's been discovered. He gets away, and he thinks he got away scot-free. Johannes, though, was able to capture a picture of him running out of the facility. So he knows that he's been in there, and he knows the secret. Um Window, though, doesn't tell anybody what he sees in there. Not even his sister. At least we don't think he tells his sister. Um... At this point, Lenka is, is, oh my god, yeah, Lenka is recovering, and we find out uh, that his god arc can be repaired, um, and he can wield it again, but his oracle cells in his body are so strong and so powerful that they are consuming him at an alarming rate. So if he continues to use his god Ark, he's going to be dead in three years. Um, actually, no, he'll be dead in three years if he just stops doing everything. If he uses his god Ark, he's going to die even faster. But essentially, he's dying no matter what. So he decides kind of that, no, I'm going to hold off right now, um, but I'm not going to make a decision if I'm going to quit or not. Um Elisa's out of the game, and she's being treated by her doctor from Russia. And there is a plot brewing. Johannes knows that Elisa's doctor is essentially mind. I, I don't want to say mind control. He's subjecting her to um, what is it called? Sug- suggestive therapy, essentially. And we kind of get the backstory of Peter. Once Wenka tells them what happened with Peter, along with Sakuya and um, Kota, we find out that Peter um, was first discovered in Russia, and he killed Elisa's parents when she was a girl. This is why she wants to kill it so bad. She has this crazy rage for it, well, but she, she witnessed her, her parents'
2: health. death. Well, she, yeah, she blames herself. She blames herself.
0: Yeah, because she decided to go play hide and seek instead of mm-hmm. yeah getting out of the fucking area that they were in. <laughs> um, so Peter came from Russia and they're like, why is it here? Why did it travel all the way from Russia here? Um, And, you know, she demands that the doctor make her essentially unemotional so she can kill Peter. But during this time, he's showing her pictures of Peter and she, he, he subjective therapy and stuff. And while he's showing her pictures of Peter, he starts to show her pictures of Wendell in the middle of it. And we find out that Johannes is essentially trying to use Elisa to kill Wendell so he wouldn't tell anybody what he saw in the dome really jacked up shit yeah um the scientist then uh he came up with a system in order to get as much origami core as he could um he developed a system where you build a whole huge barrier using uh electrical beams and stuff and it's like a beacon a homing beacon that calls specific origami and they're trying to get the most powerful origami so they can get their core so they can build the Aegis project faster. Um so they're split up into different teams, and Lenka is given command of his own team with Soma. And this is kind of where we get to know about Soma.
2: <laughs> I, I think this is because this this is also well, first let's let's backtrack. No, we're still on track, but Originally, Lindau... This was Lindau's... Pro, um, he was supposed to be in command first, but he gave his spot to Linka. Wasn't that right? No, that I'm was after. That, that was after? Oh, that, that yeah. was the final... Okay, okay. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. So go ahead, yeah.
0: Yeah. So he finds out that people are afraid of Soma. Nobody wants to team up with Soma. Like, why does anybody want to team up with Soma? Well, because everybody, whoever works with Soma, ends up dead. Uh, They call him the Grim Reaper. Um, So Lenka looks up Soma and, you know, what happened to him. And we found out that when he was born, Lenka was born as the most powerful god eater. Like, he had crazy powers. He had a lot of oracle cell power in him. Um. And he essentially killed, like, all the scientists. Um. He wasn't trying to. He was a child. He didn't know what the hell he was doing. Um. But then we find out why. Um, And this goes back to the flashbacks now. We find out that Soma is actually the very first child born with oracle cells. Um, And he's the son of Johannes and the scientist woman that he was in love with. Um, He was the first experiment. Uh, which they discovered the only way they can create these beings to wield this, these god arcs is to essentially infuse human embryos uh, with oracle cells and let them be born inside a woman's body. And then they'll give birth and these babies will be born with oracle cells. Um, that's essentially what they did. So someone was the first born. And he believes that, because he's so powerful, and he's super powerful, um, people do die around him. And while they're on their mission, um, they get attacked by Origami. But before this, actually I forgot to say, we find out that um, Lindau's sister, I believe her name is Tsubaki. Yeah, her name is Tsubaki. Uh, Lenka asks her why she gave up being a God Eater. Because she's a god. He sees the the bracelet on her hand. And she pretty much tells him that. She doesn't think they can win. She knows they can't win. Because no matter how many of them we kill. More come back. And we find out. Why that is and how that happens. Um So while. They're setting up these machines. They get attacked by origami, and um, Soma is able to kill them pretty easily. Um, but this is where Loenka sees how origami are actually born. Um, every time they die, uh, if you, even if you consume their core, their bodies essentially disintegrate into particles, which land in the ground, and those particles form new origami. So more of them are born out of the dead bodies of other origami. Yes. So it's this endless cycle that just never ends. You kill one, two more pop up. And we find this is why she believes it's pointless. Because no matter what we do, we're still gonna die. <laughs> we'll always be outnumbered by them. Um, so he sees the origami being born for the first time. Um, and Soma's kind of, you know, enraged, he thinks everything is his fault um but it's not. Wenka decides to go down and help Soma because he's the only one fighting uh, he takes his god arc but he's not able to wield it because it hasn't been fully repaired but the only part that's been repaired is its shield so Soma has this cool move where he can essentially infuse like power into his god arc and then use it like a shockwave attack um and he tells Soma to do it on him. Because the origami are right in front of him. Um, he does. And he kills the origami. And Wenka is able to block it with his shield. Um, and that's kind of what we learn about Soma. Uh, it's essentially a Soma episode. Uh, but we find out how origami are bored, And this is where Wenka decides, hey, repair my god he decides if he's gonna die, he's gonna die fighting. Um, and this kind of leads us to the end game. Um, and the end game is kind of sad, <laughs> very sad actually. Um, they decide okay, so the mission is a go. They're trying to get all these origami um to to come to the same area, um. Actually, before this, we found out, like, Fenrir has been wondering why so many origami are appearing uh, in the Eurasia area. Like, more and more are showing up. Why is Peter here? Why are the most powerful origami coming here from the world? And it's because something is calling them there. And Lindau discovers that um, they're all heading towards The Dome. Why are they heading towards the Dome? Um, We kind of find out. Um, So in the flashback episode, um, when Soma is born, he essentially consumes his mother. Uh, And during childbirth, she kind of blows up into insane tentacles and black goo and shit like that. Um, but he's in an embryo being protected Um, and he gets Soma and we find out from here that she is actually the origami that's inside the dome and apparently she's the one calling all the origami to her Um, so the missions ago All the origami are going to these areas that they want them to go to. And they start bombarding them with artillery. They're killing these massive origami pretty easily. And the plan is working. But then the origami stop and they start going north. And Lindau finds out that the origami are going to that village at the dam. Like, What's calling them there? They discover that somebody had placed one of those uh, transponders Kong the origami over there. So, Window takes yeah. off to see what the hell is going on. They placed it in the water, right? Yes, we find out that it's in the water a little bit later. Uh, but he goes there. He sees just the origami are all of them. All the most powerful origami are getting. Through over there. Lenka joins him and Elisa goes with him essentially the whole team jumps in um, because they have to stop this they have to stop the origami from going there because they need him to go somewhere else so they can get their core um while they're there they're fighting some of the origami and then the phrase is used to awaken Elisa and activate her subliminal messaging Yeah. um it's activated and she tries to kill Wendell. Luckily, she's stopped. They snap her out of it. Um. And this is when Peter attacks. Peter shows up, destroys the whole forest. Um, but they still need to tra- stop the transponder. So Wendell, he essentially tells the whole team to go and I th- was he wounded by Elisa? I'm trying to remember, was he shot by her?
2: No, he, she missed.
0: Okay, yeah. That's why I figured out. I was wondering if he got hit or not. But, um, so they go to the village while Wendell decides he's gonna fight Peter alone. Um, and during the fight, he hits Peter, but Peter blocks it with one of his wings like he blocks everything. Window is seriously wounded at this point. Uh, but his sword is really cool because it's not just a sword, it's a chain sword, and it turns into a chainsaw whenever he wants it to. So as he hits it, he starts using the chainsaw, and the chainsaw starts damaging one of Peter's wings. Um, as it's damaging it, damaging it, the show cuts to the village. And in the village, the origami are there, they're fighting them off. And Soma is underwater now and he's trying to find this transponder. Which he does. He destroys it. The origami stop advancing on a village, turn around, and start going back to where they're supposed to go. Um, except for Peter. Peter, they see Peter from a hilltop and they're like, why is Peter here? Isn't the Window fighting him? And then we see Window's hand. Or arms sticking out of Peter's mouth. And we learn that. Unfortunately Lindau. Has been killed by Peter. Um, sad moment. But they. Essentially use this as. We got to kill Peter right here and now. Elisa thankfully. Doesn't flip out again. She has control of her emotions now. Um, So they go out. And they fight. Um, to no avail, again, <laughs> um, they keep getting their ass kicked until Lenka sees the damage on the wing. Window was able to damage it enough that he almost broke it. So they all start to focus on this wing. They gotta destroy this wing. Um, so they're fighting, they're fighting, and they succeed. They break the wing. But at the cost of Lenka again getting completely fucking owned. Um he gets hit really hard. We think he's I think he gets like pierced, doesn't he? Or slashed again. Yeah. Um, so we think he's out of it again. Um they're trying to fight off Peter. Peter is advancing again, and then just out of nowhere, here comes Lenka. And he, his god arc is broken again. No, his god arc broke again, right? Uh, when he cut off the mm, wing, his god yeah. arc broke again. Yeah. Um. So he took the piece of the wing that was broken off of Peter, uh, which enraged Peter. I forgot to say, Peter went into rage mode, like berserker brawly mode. Like he had this crazy red aura around muted. him. He's just...
1: before we continue what on. Was that? Um... Yes. Remember, they did mention the fact that the weapon was designed to be breakable if need be. Um, they oh yeah, because that...
0: he, sh- he, yeah, he jumps in and he kills a bunch of the origami with like the giant laser pistol thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. They right. said that because they were rebuilding it and because of his bond with the weapon or whatever it was. They weren't able to fully do it in time, so they made it out of material that was okay if it got broken.
3: Okay. Which You're is a right, bit right, weird because right. right.
1: at the start they're like, it can never be break. Oh, by the way, we, we've got this material laying around that can be broken if need be.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But don't break it.
0: But don't break <laughs> it. Um, so yeah. Uh, so the fight is raging on and we cut back to Johannes and we learned some things about this dome that's supposed to save people. The Aegis Project. Um, it's not what it's supposedly supposed to be. Um, So, in the research that the scientist guy was doing and the whole team, they essentially found out that the origami, once they destroyed everything, the origami would then start to consume each other until one origami remained. Once this one origami remained, the planet would essentially reset itself. Um, it'll die out and then when nothing is disturbing it it'll start to come back to life regrow itself Um, that was one theory the other theory for them was Johannes believing that he was the savior of humanity and like humans had to die everybody had to die only the origami would survive and eventually earth will be reborn he believes that the earth can still be reborn and humanity can be saved so what the Aegis Project really is, is a giant fucking missile that's supposed to send about a thousand people of his choosing into space where they will rive out the rest of their time, I guess, until the origami consume themselves and the planet essentially resets. And then they can come back to Earth and repopulate it again. Um so that is what the Aegis Project is. There are millions of people still alive, but only a thousand of them are going to survive by going into space. Really fucked up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we cut back to the fight, and Lenka has taken the piece of wing of Peter, and he's attached it to his weapon. Um, and with this attachment... Uh, he's able to forego, essentially, all the defenses that Peter has. Like, none of the unbreakable armor, n- Like, because his wings are essentially unbreakable. Nothing can get through. And he just starts cutting shit pieces off. He cuts off the wings. Um, he damages it severely, and Peter's freaking out. He's like, what the shit is going on? Like, Peter's, like, backing up a little bit.
2: Um, yeah, but as he's doing this, Linka condition is spreading, and now you're starting to see his skin change. Mm-hmm. Like the cells, yeah, the cells is taking over, but yeah, he's, he's still he's still going on.
0: Yeah, it's severely consuming him now because he's using not only his origami, he's now using this Uber origami off of Peter. Mm-hmm. Um, but eventually First, he finally. Same. Super Saiyan, <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> essentially does go Super Saiyan. <laughs> he stabs Peter in the head, and while he's trying to dive drive the the his weapon through him, he does go Super Saiyan. His hair turns gold. His face is completely covered in Oracle Cell, um, and he decapitates Peter with it, killing it eventually. Um. And then everybody's like, what the hell happened to you? And no, he turns around and he's like, you know, this is our hope. And then he blacks out and falls over. Just like uh, Goku.
3: Just like Goku. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um so yeah. Um they kill Peter, they kind of return. So without Lindau, without Well, actually, no, without Lindau, Elisa, um, I believe Elisa's now put in charge of the team, right?
2: No, it's Lenka.
0: Okay, well, Elisa shows up late again. She's like, I'm here, and then yeah, we find out that Lenka survived, and somehow the Oracle cells are reducing themselves off his body. Um, he's in charge of the team now. He's the leader of Team 1. And that's kind of where it ends, unfortunately. Um, one episode I did forget to talk about uh, was the flashback episode of Wenka and what happened to him before he joined Fenrir. Um, we kind of find out that uh, his family found him as a baby while they were trying to get into the city and they were denied. He was just laying in the middle of a pool of water yeah. uh, crying as a, as literally an infant. So they took him in, they built their own little, you know, sanctuary residency, but they're running low on resources. Lenka's adoptive mother is sick. Um, they try to get medicine and stuff. Um, things don't go right. They, they get attacked by Origami. A lot of people die. Um, Lenka runs away with his sister, and he's trying to defend her with a stick, uh, which is useless, but then we find out that Lindau shows up, and Lindau saves them.
2: Yeah, this is where the uh, compass comes in.
0: Yes, so Winka throughout the show he has a compass, and it's like a nice little momentum for him. Um, but Window, you know, he tries to help them. He gives them supplies and stuff. They refuse to take the supplies because he works for Fenrir, and they were denied by him. Um, Winka's dad um, talks to Window and he Windau asks him, "Hey." Did you test Lenka? And he's like, no, we didn't. Um, but we were all negative. He doesn't know that Lenka's is adopted, essentially. But during that night, you know, they have medicine, but it's only good enough for one person because Lenka got sick as well. Um, so his mom decides, hey, give it to Lenka. He needs to live. Um, So she died. Unfortunately, and they found out that Wenka had oracle cells and they would have let him in, but they wouldn't let his family in because he's adopted. And they do a DNA test to confirm that it's your family. Um so more time passes in this flashback. Wenka's a teenager, uh, his sister's a teenager. Um and Wenka's kind of a hothead. He kind of runs off on his own a lot. And he runs off back to that pharmacy. And he finds fuel. Because they're running out of fuel. Um, gets attacked by Origami. But he gets away. But as he's coming back. He finds out that his home. His sanctuary was destroyed by the Origami. Um, and Wenka actually. Um, Wendell gave the compass to his sister I believe. Yeah yeah it was his compass and he gave it to his sister um so as it's attacked they find out that their dad is trapped in a bunch of rubble and he can't get out and they have to abandon him and we, he, Wenka sees the origami go in and start eating his dad while he was still alive as they get on a motorcycle and take off and they're trying to get south to the city so Wenka can go in um uh, right before they get away, his sister's leg is scratched by one of the origamis. Um, but they get away. and We see them traveling a lot. Uh, they're eating. They're hiding out. Eventually, they run out of fuel. They have to walk. Um, but eventually, his sister just can't walk anymore. Her leg is infected. Um, the origami are closing in on them. And she tells Lenka that he's adopted and he needs to go well not adopted he she tells him that he needs to go to the city and he's like why they won't let us in and she tells him you tested positive and he's like why didn't you tell me sooner we could have gone in um and that's when she tells him that he's adopted that they found him they raised him and they wouldn't be able to get in even if he was positive or not and he refuses to go because he doesn't want to abandon his sister. So she takes a knife and she essentially slits her own throat. Not completely. She's still alive. Um, but she's bleeding to death. wenka um, desperately and sadly has to run away. Um, he gets away and it's a very sad moment because... Why does the origami attack her? It cuts to her, like, in a nice little field. Um, she sees a flower, and she sees Lenka, and she's all happy to see him. But she's dead. And we see the origami eating her. It was a terrible fucking scene. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, that's how we kind of find out what happened to Lenka and why he hates the origami so bad. But he doesn't remember Lindau as a kid. Um, because she gave him the compass is that like, keep this as your keepsake go so you'll know where you're going the whole time he has to head south um mm-hmm. and the window essentially recognized that compass and he already knew who Lenka was but he never told him so yeah yeah unfortunately it kind of just ends with no real resolution to its story because there's only the one season um but if you do want to know more, there are three games. Oh, yeah. I going to go look God at Eater them. Two. And they're,
1: they're like, they're 50 fun games. Each. So
0: yeah, they're, still, they're kind of pricey. It's... actually, I think if you buy God Eater 2, you get the first God Eater for free. I think nice. that's part of the, the thing. Um,
1: also, you didn't mention the fact that what's his name might still be alive. Window? Uh, Linda.
0: Yes, I did forget to mention mention that at the very end of the credits, um, we see somebody who looks essentially like Wendell, um, but we don't know.
1: Well, it's more about yeah. the fact that um, we see his There's, um weapon. Yeah,
2: we see his god arc, to chain star revs up, he and we see smoke
1: it. coming out behind the mountain.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You'll have to play the game to find out. <laughs> out now on Sorry. PlayStation. Yeah, um, they're fun games. I highly recommend them. Um, the first God Eater is obviously kind of dated now. Um, the second one is good to get into. It has a lot of the same cast as the first one, um, plus more. Um, and the third one really just kind of has its own its own cast, but um. Uh, but yeah, um, I love the character design. I mentioned, even though it's really weird because Elisa has essentially the most revealing outfit in the game, in a way. And yet, mm-hmm. she's also 15 in the game, which is just creepy as shit. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but, uh, that's the one where we saw a lot of underboob, under I guess.
0: Like, yeah, that was There was like so
1: many scenes where she got knocked back and you're like, is that boob? Uh, okay. yeah it's
0: like how how is her shirt still covering that? It's not possible, <laughs> yeah, it's weird that she's only fifteen. it's creepy as fuck, but anyways, japan yeah oh, Japan <laughs> nice <bet. sighs> but yeah, um, any final thoughts then from you guys uh well. Why don't we just go? Now, Ben, your thoughts on the anime? Anything else you want to add? Your uh, score? Liked? Disliked?
1: I like the animation. Um, the backstory stuff was really cool as well. It was I liked seeing flashbacks. Because um, they weren't too much. There were nice little snippets every so often. I think I did miss one. I must have missed one episode because I don't remember one of those things you talked about at the end. Um, so... But apart from that, I really enjoyed it. Um I guess I would give it a seven out of ten. No, no. 8. Eight out of ten. It was really good. I think we ended the year on a high note. <laughs> nice. I'm happy
2: to hear. Uh of will Dragon Maid. Um I also like the animation. I love the fight scenes. Um out of all the stories, like the bad stories between Linka, Soma, Alisa, in terms of their backstory, Elisa was hers hers was they were all tragic, but Alisa like problem was the most annoying. Especially knowing that they had to fight the origamis and she's freaking out. Yeah, I get it. It's your fault that your 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 parents died. And I I'm surprised that Peter didn't kill her because he saw her hiding in the closet as he was devouring her parents. I'm surprised he didn't kill her. I guess just to spite her, I guess. But um yeah, Lisa she was annoying knowing that Linka he saw her parents his parents die and this, you know everything's his father and, you know, her, her, his sister, and Soma finding out that he's the reason that his mother died, but they continue on to fight while she's having, you know, this psychic breakdown, so that, that pissed me off, knowing that, you know, yes, you lost, you had a tragic loss, but you have a bigger goal to save other people, to save the world, and she's having this meltdown, so um, yeah that bothered me, but overall, I love the plot. I love the story. like I said, I hate Cliffhangers. I can't stand cliffhangers. I've seen that at the end, Lindau's chainsaw this startup is like, okay, so he's alive, but he's not showing himself like yeah, that that also bothered me. Um, but so far, it was good, so i'm I'm gonna give it a nine, so yeah, give it a nine. oh
0: very nice. um, yeah, you guys mentioned the animation, I thought like you was phenomenal some of the best i think um i agree with you on elisa uh especially after her badass introduction and how you know cool she was to see her essentially be useless for the majority of the anime um kind of irritated me Um, she's actually really badass and god eater too though um the game at least but um yeah, outside of that, you know, I, I love the story. I love the, the flasher. I think they did a really good job um with all the characters and essentially kind of personal personalizing them. Um seeing the the flashbacks for Soma and stuff like that, I thought was really well done. I wish we gotten more backstory for like um Gwendal and Sakuya as well.
2: But Yeah, um I forgot to mention um I wish they um, addressed their relationship, Christine Soma, and what was his father's name? Um, Johannes. Yeah, Johannes. Because there were moments that they did meet up in the elevator, but they didn't really say much towards each other. It's like, oh, you're on your mission. All right, go on your mission and report back to when you're done. And that was it. I, I would like to see what would happen when Soma was growing up and see how that relationship. Like, yeah, the release, I, I, guess. I
0: think he just hates someone because he killed his mom.
2: <laughs> but you, but uh, no, he can't. No, okay, I, I get that. But it was the mom's decision to do this, and you agreed to it. So it's like that you can't you can't blame someone for that.
0: Well, no, but you know, it's one of those things like you really don't know what the outcome was going to be. I just feel like he blames him. Like, obviously, he's his son. But he still blames him for what happened. Um
3: Yeah. Unfortunately.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But um Yeah, it, it sucks there's no, you know, continuation, but I feel like it's more like a promotional anime for There is the supposedly games.
1: another anime next year. Really? I swear I was reading online that there's talks of a sequel se- season. Um it was supposed to be in 2017, but, of course, it got delayed for some reason. Then it was going to be 2019, and then it got delayed for some reason. And then, supposedly, there's another one coming out in 2022, for Season 2. I don't know how true that is, but...
0: Interesting. Yeah, it came out in 2015. It's been a long time since uh, it came out Ooh. to do a second season for it.
1: As I said, it was planned mm-hmm. to be 2017. Hmm. Again, whether any of this is true or not, I don't know. But
0: I would wish it to be true.
3: <laughs> yeah. Find out. Yeah. Um... One
0: day. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see. Um so yeah, I I would give it an eight myself. Um So yeah. Um I guess that's it. Is there anything is this the last show of the year?
3: Yeah, this
2: is the
0: last show. It is. Oh shit. So then should we do like the best of the best or I don't understand what we're doing next.
2: I I I, I put the list in the, the chat. Just pick your favorites out of you know, all we recommended. And, yeah, that's how we it.
0: Yeah. Okay, yeah, so the animes we watched in 2021, The God of High School, Akiba's Trip, uh, Fate Zero, yeah. Cannon Busters, uh, Kukuro's Bed and Breakfast for Spirits, sorry if I mispronounced that, High Rise Invasion, Bungo Stray Dog Season 2, and you thought there's never a girl online? Goddamn, <laughs> That
1: was such a good anime. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs>
0: uh, Sakura Wars, Bungo Stray Dogs Season 3, Miss Caretaker of Sanohara, uh, The Sacred Blacksmith, Yusuke, um, Iromagana Sensei, Akudama Drive, Record of Ragnarok, Valkyrie Drive Mermaid. Oh my god!
2: No, then no. Japan no. sings 2020.
0: <laughs> VV for it. Eyes song. Miss Kabayashi's Dragon Maid and now God Eater. Yeah. Afonso.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What is your anime then of the year?
2: Ah. Uh, to be honest, out of out of all of them. All right, I'm I'm gonna pick. My main three: one for myself, one from yours, and one from Ben. Myself obviously would be Bongo Gardens, Bongo straight off Season Three, because as of right now that's the latest season. I love that series, but Season Three was the best. Um, out of yours, Gary obviously Akadama Drive. I love that series. Oh, that anime that was that was something else. Obviously, from Ben is is Dragon Maid. That. <laughs> Yay! This one was so good. It was so good. I loved that one so, so, so much. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. The, 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 uh, the other one, um, and you thought you never, there's never a girl online. That one was also yeah. good. That was also funny. But yeah, Dragon's Maid was just way funnier. Uh, yeah, so those are my top three. Gary. Oh, yes.
0: Uh, or- okay, I guess we'll do it that way. Um, Ben. Yours for me, Miss Dragon Maid. <laughs> <laughs> loved it. Uh, mm-hmm. Mine was also uh, Akadama Drive. I loved it. Uh, yes. As for Alfonso's, I'm going to go with Record of Ragnarok. I thought that was great. And I need oh, yeah, yeah. A season yeah. two right away.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> okay. Just so that it's officially our anime of the year. <laughs> I'm going with Miss Kaboshi's Dragon Maid for my choice. That's the reason why. That's why I wanted Gary to go next
2: <laughs> because oh. I wanted to see what he would
1: say. <laughs> I didn't want him to take it away from me that our anime of the year is Miss Kaboshi's Dragon Maid because we all voted for it. <laughs> Congratulations, Miss Dragon! If I could send you a trophy to the writers, I would. So
0: that's fine. I loved it. I thought it was a fantastic anime. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay, out of the Alfonso's ones, I think Record of Ragnarok was probably my favorite as well. It had a nice. I like the action, even though it was a bit. It felt a bit rushed in times, and it wasn't exactly what I was expecting it to be. Really, like when I first read about it, it wasn't what we saw. Wasn't what I was expected, which is both Mm -hmm. good and bad but out of all of them I think um, and I guess I will also go with Bungo Stray Dogs but I think I'll go with season 2 just so that it's different because they both deserve love because they were both really good I I think season 3 was better than 2 in a way but I feel like both season 2 and season 3 need to get some love so I'm going to say season 2 for me okay is that fair? yeah that way, they both get an anime of the year award because the, <laughs> the, the whole series deserves it.
0: It was a great series. Um, congratulations!
1: Yeah, congratulations! Yeah, Dragon Maid! Yay! Yeah,
0: and thanks to all these animes. Yeah, except for the mermaid one.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just that was too much for me. Um. Alrighty, I guess that's us, Alfonso. Final shout-outs of the year. And how can people reach you?
2: Well, let's just say that once again, okay, once again, I am starting a new year of 2022's recommendation. Nice. Yeah, you are. Oh, yeah.
0: What is your recommendation for next year?
2: Oh, my recommend, well, my first recommendation for 2022 is 91 days. This is on Crunchyroll. There are 12 episodes. It is dub. Nice. A man returns to his hometown, bent on revenge after his family is murdered in a mafia dispute in the time of prohibition. So yes, this is a mafia series. You know how mafia movies go. Mafia game go. It starts off very slow, but it picks up very fast throughout the episodes. Um, there's a lot of plot twists. A lot of things you will not expect. I had a lot of draw dropping moments from what I've seen um there are at least three to four episodes where you have to watch to the very end because there is like post-credit scenes that leads into the next episode they're not as big or like it would it was not really going to change the episode for you but the last episode will like that's the main post-credit scene you need to watch I really like it. I know Gary will like it because I know Gary kinda like mafia stuff. So um yeah, it's it's really enjoyable. Like I said, there's a lot of plot twists. That's what got me hooked to it. So yeah, ninety one days, country world Nice. ready All right.
0: How can people reach you and shout outs?
2: Uh shout out to you, Ben. Shout out to you, Gary. Uh thank you for this great year of anime, Ben with his, you know, subdued and lewd, over the top, crazy <laughs> recommendations. Um, Gary with your psychological, messed up, heartbreaking, crying over people <laughs> recommendations. Um, I enjoyed them all, and I, I look forward to see what y'all would recommend for 2022. Um, to so all listeners, to all the followers, keep watching anime. There's, there's an anime that I'm looking forward to coming back, uh, like um, Dr. Strange, Dr. Stone, um, Attack on Titans, My Hero, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. Dragon Ball, whenever that is. Um, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Alex107. And I... have a safe Hanukkah and a Merry Christmas to all.
0: Hey Hanukkah, Hanukkah's passed, dude. To it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just have a lovely yes. holidays.
0: Ah, happy holidays. <laughs> I think Hanukkah passed. <laughs> Why is
1: it still 26? Hanukkah? I thought Hanukkah's like for for a long time.
0: Yeah, it's from November twenty eighth to December sixth. Okay. Yes, it has passed. See, I was right. <laughs> I, put, was Kwanzaa, I was googling
1: right. I, I was googling when is Hanukkah, and the first option was when is Hanukkah season three out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm thinking about quantum. I
1: don't know. It, whatever you celebrate, enjoy your holidays for whatever it is.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, Ben.
1: I'm actually going to use my time to summon on Dokkan because I spent this entire podcast grinding. So let's see what we get. (laughs) Look, I still don't have my debit card, stupid bank. I've I've not had it for two weeks. (sighs) Oh, we're going to get a god animation. Look, I wanted to end the year with some Dokkan, okay? So... Maybe we'll get lucky and get LR, God, and Hit. Goku, God, Goku, and Hit. We got... Oh, we got LR, Goku, and Piccolo. I'll yes. take that. I don't what have What else? Um, come on. Look, I thought this would give me luck, okay? And it did give me an LR, so that's luck. Should get two more SSRs, right? Because we've got God, that makes... Uh, uh, oh, boo. AGL, Khalifa. Oh, Strength Beerus. LR. Oh, yes. LR Beerus is an LR. I Yay.
0: got two LRs. Wow. Congratulations.
1: Thanks, Anime Podcast. So. <laughs> and I got a Kai, of course. So I'll take that. Um, I'd like to shout out to everyone that listened. Um, you know what? I'm going to shut out because I'm a whore. Um, if you are, are, do listen to the podcast I do on Moogle Go Around Radio, we've now got Christmas merch out. So go buy our merch, I guess. We've got holiday Loom Chan t-shirts and other stuff. So I'm not going to link in the description. You just go check us out on Twitch, I guess. Where I have the command sellout where we can link you the merch. <laughs> <laughs> so um thank you to everyone. This is the anime podcast. Thank you to Gary as always for hosting it again this year. Um Thank you to Alfonso for joining us. Remember you can find me at MG underscore Chili. I can't wait to bring more pervy anime next year.
0: Oh, joy. (laughs) (laughs) You can reach me at That's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H. Thank you to my co-hosts. As always, it's always a blast to be here with you. It was a great year, a fun year. I hope it's going to be a better year next year. Yeah. So much anime. So many things to watch. Yeah. I don't even know what I'm going to... I don't even know what to recommend anymore.
1: Just go to the fan service section.
0: I'm going to go to Things That Make Ben Cry. (laughs) Find the anime. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No. Thank you for all the listeners. Thank you for joining us this year. Sorry that a lot of the times the podcast turned into once a month. Things just yeah. happen. We can't control life.
2: Yeah. But well, we, we still got try... to see.
0: Well, well, we how many animes anime. did we watch? Three, six, nine, twelve, 21 anime. We watched 21 animes in 2021. Look at that.
1: Yeah. There we go. Perfect. So we've got to watch 22 next year. <laughs>
0: joy to us
1: i can't believe we did i can't believe we actually did that if i'm honest
0: yeah seriously that's pretty cool yeah um so yeah thanks for joining us we're out see you next year have a good holiday Bye. Bye.